We are deep into the month of May already. And believe it or not, Memorial Day in summer is just around the corner. It's time that we think about rest and relaxation. But do we? In this week's podcast, we are going to delve into the argument for rest. Not only why we need it, but the truth that we must have it in order to thrive. Welcome back to Health Bite, the podcast for small, actionable bites towards healthy living. I believe your relationship with food is a window into your relationship with yourself. In this podcast, we will explore how to redefine this relationship so that you would not only achieve your weight loss goals, but also greater mental, emotional, and physical well-being. In the end, that is what it's all about, is it not? I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Udeem, and I am excited to share with you this week's bite. So I was thinking this week, if I were to rewrite my book, Hungry for More, the book that explores the emotional and spiritual hungers that nudge us to soothe, I would definitely include this, the chapter, Hungry for Respite. The dictionary defines respite as a short period of rest or relief from something difficult or unpleasant. But here's the thing. Life does not need to be unpleasant in order for us to need a break. We can love our jobs and need respite from it. We can love our children and need a break from them. It does not need to be either or. And when we are unable to give ourselves permission for respite, it results in a hunger that we then seek to soothe with smoking, drinking, shopping, gambling, scrolling, and yes, with food. Remember a few years ago when we were all talking about productivity? We read books and subscribed to podcasts that were full with how to make the most of your workday. Productivity gurus were giving us productivity hacks. And thanks to our iPhones and the huge shift towards work from home, which hasn't ended by the way and probably never will, we have found ourselves always on. We are always on. Whether you're employed, whether you're a business owner, or whether you're, quote, a homemaker, whatever that actually means, I bet you you're spending every morsel of your time doing something. So a few weeks ago, um, my family and I took child number three to Disneyland for her 10th birthday. And while we were in line for Space Mountain, which was so much fun, by the way, I don't know if you've been to Disneyland lately and if you've been on Space Mountain, but it was way funner than what I remembered. But anyway, while I'm standing in line, I'm on my phone planning playdates for next week, reaching out to vendors for a school fundraiser we were having, filling online prescriptions for my patients. And I'm thinking, holy cow, what am I doing? I am spending every moment working. In some senses, it may not seem like work, like when you're arranging a play date for your child, but it is. It is, in fact, working. 
And this multitasking behavior, this always on disposition that I think so many of us are finding ourselves in, it comes at a cost. It costs us our mental health and our physical health as well. You know, the data is clear that lack of downtime, including diminished sleep, reduced play, limited engagement in activities that we associate with rest, like movement and time in nature, all of these things are associated with reduced immunity, with poor metabolic health, with increased risk of heart disease and even cognitive decline like Alzheimer's disease. While if we do engage in these activities, it's been shown to reduce all of these ailments and to prolong life overall. Which means not only are we living longer, but more importantly, a better quality of life because we are well. The absence of downtime, it's also associated with poor mental health. Studies link it to burnout and chronic stress. While again, engaging in even small amounts of downtime has been shown to enhance our mood and reduce the risk of these mental health hazards. So like chilling out really does make you feel good, mind and body. And look, if we've learned anything these last few years, it's that our mental health really matters. We can't keep ignoring the impact of the way we live our lives on our mental well-being. But maybe you have just too much going on to care. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Adrian, and I'm dropping into your podcast to offer a love letter to you. I believe that our hunger represents our unmet emotional and spiritual needs. And by leaning in and listening to our hunger, we have an opportunity to hear our needs and to respond. I know this not only from personal experience, but from listening to the stories of hundreds, if not thousands of patients over the past almost 20 years. I have compiled these stories, including my own, into Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out. This book is not just about weight loss, but about life and contains lessons that I know to be life-changing. If you don't believe me, head over to my website at dradrianudim.com where you can obtain a free sample or to amazon.com and check out the reviews for yourself. I would hear these nuggets and these stories and these studies and I would think blah, 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 just don't care. Or even if I cared, I just felt like I didn't have the time. I didn't have the luxury to care. I had too much to do. Maybe you are still of the I'll rest when I'm dead contingent. A mantra I know well. Well, then what about this? What if I told you that this behavior not only costs you your mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being, but also your productivity. In pursuit of our most productive, we in fact diminish our returns. So studies show clearly that downtime 
is not only important for your mood and brain health, but in terms of your brain's activities, it increases your ability to concentrate. It increases your ability to focus on tasks and activities when you are doing them. And in turn, boosts your productivity overall. In fact, when we take time off to just like daydream, for example, and like who does that anymore? Who just stares out the window and daydreams? But when you do, you activate an important part of the brain called the default mode network, the DMN. You guys may have heard of it, but this is an area of the brain that is important for processing information. Even though it's the um, downtime function of the brain, it actually requires more energy. We metabolize more calories when we are engaging this part of the brain because it's actually doing something. While you are on downtime, the DMN is doing something. And that something is critical to memory, creativity. It also clears space for greater concentration. In fact, there was a Harvard Health article that said, when you turn your, quote, focus brain off, you retrieve memories better and you link ideas. You actually enhance your ability or your brain's ability to be creative, novel, to create. So you could just forge forward, just keep doing and forget and stumble and unlearn what you have learned and undo what you have done. Or you can work smarter, not harder, but smarter. And I ask you, why? Why would you choose not to? But here's the other thing. And this is what I've learned in working with patients for almost 20 years in the office, helping them manage their weight. It's also what I've learned in my own life and in my own personal experiences, which is this, that when you don't allow yourself time for rest, when we don't give ourselves permission to pause, we develop an itch, a hunger, as I like to call it, that we then seek to soothe with drinking, smoking, shopping, scrolling, distracting, and with food. We try and take the edge off. Have you ever said that? With a bag of chocolate or a glass of wine? We try and find external comfort. We try and find comfort in external distractions that at the end of the day, do not satisfy that itch. So here's my wish for you. Here's my ask. As you look towards the summer season, the season of poolside lazy days and drippy popsicles, remember, maybe you did that when you were younger, take care 
to take some time off, some real deep intentional rest. And also remember this, you do not need to wait for a season to give yourself permission to do this. In fact, you'd be better off if you began to contemplate the season, this very moment of your life. Think of how you may have robbed yourself of this time and give yourself the permission to pause. Think to yourself, have I neglected sleep? Have I squeezed in an extra work call or email when it was really time to be done? Have I offered to host another event or another play date? Am I in the habit of always extending, overextending myself to do just one more favor for my husband or wife, for my mother or friend or coworker, when really I am just spent? If so, I urge you to give yourself permission permission to say no, permission to rest, permission to be still, permission to just be. Think about it. And I hope that as you contemplate this week's bite, that you consider your hunger and consider exploring it more fully. If you do, I encourage you to head over to the shore notes. And listen to my TED Talk. If I haven't convinced you already, I promise to offer you some irresistible inspo in under 12 minutes on the why and how to pause. Thank you again for your time. Time is our most precious resource. And as always, I really appreciate that you spend some of that preciousness with me. Come back here next week where I look forward to sharing more conversation with you right here on Health Bite. All right, folks, I'll see you then.